you know your um, you know your life is dull when the most exciting thing about your day is when you get to find out what to be there with Bells in question is. <laughs> But I'm not on my own this week at all, or any other week, because it's the podcast. This is the podcast. It has begun. I'm Dan. That's Gavin. The podcast has begun. It's B there with Belster. You can get in touch yet. No, we're not at the end yet. This is just the beginning. I mean, you can Let's do it. Go. Start you on. No, I do not want to. Let's go. Let's party like it's 1999. Rest in peace, Prince. That was his song, right? Yeah, but that was. Uh, I, I, do you ever actually think about what you're going to say before you start? No, just see what yeah. happens. Comes out the old noggin. Yeah, clearly. How are you? Oh, we've started the podcast. I'm. You know well. what? No, okay. forget that. Welcome everybody. Yeah. Uh, you're meant to say great that. Bit. Back with you. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, top of the world. Best, best I've ever been. Best, better than you will ever be you wow uh yeah no i'm i'm good today um we didn't we didn't say this time um it's actually episode 28 no i hope it's 28 because i put 27 for everything on the last um on the last one so it doesn't mean anything i'm known to make mistakes so So you you you, (laughs) you've been pretty good yep shall we uh living lockdown life same old shit, isn't it? Same old, same fucking old shit. But I'm, I'm being extra alert now, so. Ah, you're following, you? following Boris's advice. I don't feel like you're being that alert. What do you mean? Well, see it in your eyes. You're not alert enough. What if there's a virus around you? Where you're not looking at it. I mean, <laughs> I'm a little bit tired, so. Oh, that's when it gets you. It is when it gets you. It won't get me. I'm alert at all times. I don't sleep now. That cocaine's really helping. Yeah, I'm doing the Lord's work. And by the Lord, I mean Boris. He is Lord a Lord Well, anyway, shall, I, shall we quickly discuss that picture I just sent you? But yeah, let's do that. So for the audience, you sent me a picture of what appears to be one very bruised leg. Yeah, it is very yellow. It's getting a bit darker now. You never guess what happened. Well, you probably guess what happened. Is it to do with a bike by I any chance? I fell off the fucking bike again. <laughs> Unbelievable. This happened. So we spoke last Monday. This happened Tuesday morning. Ah. Oh. And I felt it hurt. But it's just getting bigger and bigger. This bruise taking up my whole leg now. It's mental. So go on then. Run, run us through. What happened? Well, you'll know my <laughs> theory about red lights. Did you get hit by a car? <laughs> I didn't get hit by a car. I'm riding along the road, and then there's a red light ahead, and I thought, I will not be slowed by red light. <laughs> so I thought, let me nip up onto the pavement, hang a left down this next road instead. Unfortunately, I didn't get up fully up on the pavement, and my wheels were kind of like scraping along the pavement, and then I just like flipped right over, bang, down on my hands, ended up somehow my back with the bike on my leg. <laughs> 
a woman Indian lady looking from her car at me, just looking at me on the floor. <laughs> and I'm about seven or eight minutes into a ride here, and I thought, well, fuck this, I'm going home. Get back on sheepishly. And then there's a, a couple of guys who like road maintenance and stuff, but you could probably call them real men. Mm. And uh, the guy's like, you all right, mate? And I sheepishly again put my thumb up, pedaled home. Uh, it was quite painful. But I haven't had one of those grazes on the hands for a while, you know, those old school. Yeah, well, why would you? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it was quite old school. Went home, got absolutely no sympathy and just got laughed at. Right. I mean, I can see why you were laughed at because that is a, basically a big yellow leg you've now got. Yeah, I feel like I'm not made for riding a bike. It's not uh, like riding a bike at all. <laughs> Much harder than I remember. I, I'm wondering how you've lost the ability to like balance. I know. I think I have actually, and sometimes like I think there I was overconfident. Since that's happened, I've been out again. I've I've lost all confidence. Mm. And now I'm not I'm not turning enough. So I'm like going around corners. I'm like, I don't want to turn too much in case I, I'm just like going diagonally around the corner. I've got to turn the wheel, son. Maybe I need one of those ones with big fat wheels or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But you remember you... when we used to do skids by putting your foot on the back tire? And I remember that you wore through a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See then I had no fear back then. <laughs> Apart but from getting an ass kicking from ruining my trainers. You also flipped over a, a sign <laughs> going down a hill. Yeah. God, me and bikes don't go. I think I'm a bit clumsy. Mm. Maybe getting worse in my old age as well. Just, I'm dropping shit and stuff. And bikes are just asking for trouble. I do, I'm, I'm thinking about starting wearing a helmet, really. <laughs> you really should wear a fucking helmet. For a start, you try to get hit by a car, wear a helmet. <laughs> Full body armour, maybe. Mm. I got hit by a car once on my bike. Uh, entirely my fault. Oh. Uh, I, I, I was on a side road and um, I didn't hear it coming and I pulled out a bit and it hit me and I didn't fall off. Uh, it hit me bang in the back, like dead in the centre of the back wheel. Flipped that up. My hands were on the front obviously on the handlebars on the front wheel so the back just went up and around and i started facing in like 90 degree angle and couldn't figure out what the hell had happened <laughs> wow that, you must have absolutely shit yourself oh yeah and then the person that came and hit me came running over and was like oh, are you okay are you okay i was like uh, uh, about, about. <laughs> <laughs> going home now <laughs> you should have sued them always sue them i see wow yeah that, this, 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 this was in my younger days. Suing wasn't really so much of a thing. Oh. Nowadays, you just fall to the ground and say, I'm hurt. Whiplash, whiplash. Yeah, you bastard. If you want to give me some money now, we don't have to go through the court system. Yes. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Have you, so you've been back out. So you've, you've conquered that fear. Well, I don't know if I have. I mean, you've got to get back on the horse bike. Horse. Either one. I'll ride something. <laughs> <laughs> well, not ride it. Oh dear. Oh well. Well, you, it sounds like you had a bit of a lucky escape. I'm sure by next week there'll be further injuries, so see what happens next time, eh? Um, 
yeah, maybe. I bought uh, something else now to pass the time instead of being on the bike all the time. Bought a basketball. Oh yeah, you said last week. Yeah, I bought it the other day. Came maybe Saturday. I was very excited. Um, That ball came flat, and I didn't have a pump. Didn't think about that. (laughs) The good news is the pump came today, so I can pump it up and play some b-ball. And I will take on the boys down the park and say, "Who wants to play me? Shirts or skins? I'll be skins. Let's have a a chest pump. Always have a chest pump." Well, I was going to say, um, I'll, I'll come back to what I was going to say, but I am actually off work next week, so um, I think we're allowed to socially distance in the park, are we? <laughs> oh, I think so, yeah. Um, I have had some buying issues as well. So my phone contract was up, and so just, I, I didn't bother shopping around or anything like that. Oh, no, never, never. Found I could get a new phone. And I'd pay slightly less money than I was paying before. Sounded like a good deal. So I get the phone. It gets delivered Friday. Um, I don't do anything with it Friday. And I'll come on to why I didn't. Um, I actually didn't do anything with it Saturday. But I did order uh, a a case for it. Because it's a new phone. I want a case. I'm not an idiot. So Sunday, transfer everything over to the new phone. Uh, it's very simple. I'll give that to Apple. That was nice and easy. Just put the two next to each other. It just did it itself. Magic. Yeah, I'm assuming that's how they work. Um, and then, perfect. So, go to put the case on. Right. Bit of a problem. I have bought a case for the regular version of that phone. I apparently have gone for the bigger version. Oh, he's got a big one. He's got a big one. Uh, it's it's not much bigger than my current phone, but that case does not fit. So I'm still using the old phone whilst I wait for the next one to come. So you're telling me you couldn't get protection big enough for your big one? Yeah, that's exactly what oh, I'm saying. That is not a problem I've ever had. <laughs> then, to, to add to my woes, uh, I've managed to break my strap on my Fitbit. No, he's broken his strap on. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. I've got a strap on and I can't get protection for my big one. <laughs> what a story. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, tragic. Well, you get through those straps. Strap. I was going to say strap-ons. You get through those straps on the Fitbit. I've broken a couple. They just break sometimes. They just break. One of them, one size still works. The others just won't stay on. Mm-hmm. And I woke up this morning to find that I was just like rolling on something. I was like, "What's that? Oh, what's that?" I was like, "This is like four o'clock in the morning. I couldn't figure out how it wasn't on my wrist." Um, and I was like. At first, I thought I must have undone it in my sleep. <laughs> Do you know what? I've done that quite a few times. A few times, I've just taken it off and then just placed it next to me. <laughs> I do that so often. It's weird. I haven't done it for a while. I, I did not do that. I did not do that. Um, but why I didn't sort out my phone on Friday was I was on a Zoom pub crawl, I guess. I don't know. Like, we didn't actually go anywhere, but it was... Because we can't uh, drink together, we were drinking apart on a, on a Zoom call with uh, some of the people from the wedding. Do you remember the big gay wedding? Mm. Yeah. Lovely stuff. As is the way these days, everything's on Zoom. Yeah, but I haven't really drunk much during the whole lockdown. Like yeah. I had a couple of gins when uh, I got them for free, the supposedly chocolate gin that wasn't. Um, but... Oh, I got absolutely hammered. Mm. 
Like, we went to about half one. I was ruined the next day. Oh, I was going to say, I bet you felt that one, didn't you? Oh, it was, I couldn't do much at all. I washed the car. That's as much as I could do. Oh, yeah. Then, this is how bad I was. Couldn't figure out why my left arm hurt so much. And it was because I'd carried the bucket around in the left arm the whole time I was washing the car. So I was filling it up several times. So that arm did all like all the heavy lifting. The right arm was just wiping stuff. I just I was like, my left arm really hurts. I can't figure out why. That's why. This is the problem with washing your own car. Yeah. I'm assuming car washes aren't open now. Probably not. All those Polish fellas, nothing to do with their time. <laughs> But yeah, you say uh, Zoom. You've been Zooming? Well, not so much me, more so much my wife. But uh, still on the quizzes. Oh yeah, I won this week, don't you? <laughs> you had a couple going on, but uh, yeah, I won. 34 and a half out of 40. Pretty solid score. Mm. I mean, if she was doing it, she would have got four and a half, probably. So <laughs> absolutely, I'm pretty happy with that. I'm getting no credit for it, though. These people will never know that I'm the mastermind behind this. What are these people from her work? Yeah, well, I mean, they probably know. Um, what happens if um, if they take her to a pub quiz after uh, when all this is over and she can answer two questions? <laughs> that could be a problem. She's gonna have to go with the old earpiece. Ah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm very much not a fan of cheating in pub quizzes, though. No, but there is that new app that you can use. That I've heard about. What's it do? They send you the question or something on your phone and you have like a certain amount of time to answer, like oh. five seconds or something, so that you can answer the question but you don't have time to Google. Yes. It's the only way because otherwise people just cheat all the time. I've been to the ones where you have to put your phone in the middle of the table and if nobody touches their phone the entire time, you get like five points or something. Well, I think that's the only way. Otherwise, it is the official death of the pub quiz. Phones are the problem with the pub quiz. Unless you have little things that you can, you have to do, like, actually there. Like, if you have to... There, I've been to ones that have, like, almost activity rounds. Like, there was one that you had to make a paper airplane. Whoever went the furthest won the points, that sort of thing. I did one where I did a Bruce Forsyth Price is Right. Not Price is Right. Higher or Lower. What's that game? Play your cards right. Play your cards right. Watch... Bruce Forsyth, most of your life at the moment. Let's not talk about him right now. <laughs> yeah, I did on those. He had the cards and you had to go higher or lower. I think I got it wrong straight away and sat back down. <laughs> After I told the, the host that my name was Brian Fantana, <laughs> I was pretty drunk. Uh, did he announce you as Brian Fantana? Yeah, he just said, this is Brian. Oh. I think I said into the microphone, Brian Fantana, maybe at some point. Do you yeah. remember saying of names? Um, do you remember when we? I'm not sure who it was, but we went to Slough. We went out in Slough to whatever the, the Litton Tree or whatever it was at the time. Yeah, great days. And we were we kept requesting songs, or not songs, but like shout outs to people. And I think Zoltan Gira had scored for West Brom, and we got a shout out to Zoltan. <laughs> Fucking hell. I do kind of remember that, yeah. Bloody hell. That Those is a very drunk days. That was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, what else have you been up to? 
the uh, well, I finished the last dance, the uh, Bulls documentary. Oh, I still have to finish that today, so uh, oh. don't spoil that for me. I, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. But this made me. Uh, well, yesterday I went on Sky Sports. I happened to start watching a random game from 1984. It was uh, the Boston Celtics against the Knicks. And let me tell you something. I hope there were no children in that crowd. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird shorts. <laughs> They were pornographic. They the were testicle tickless. Oh my god! They were so tight. They, his were the tightest of all, for some reason. When he bent over, fucking hell! And he's wearing white shorts as well. I don't know. It, it wasn't right. Anyway, but this reminded me of something else. It was 33 years ago, to the day that some other day that he played a game left-handed. Have you seen this? I haven't, but it sounds believable. Yeah, yeah. He decided to play against the Blazers left-handed because they were playing the Lakers a couple of days later. And he said, I'm saving my right hand for them. Got 47 points left-handed. And then they beat the Lakers two days later. <laughs> the fucking nuts! The, um, the stories, some of the stories about what Larry Bird would say to people, you wouldn't think, think it to look at him. Yeah. But, yeah, he was full of the chat. Geeky fella, but oh boy, could he talk? Have you seen that? Um, he won the three point contest once in the his warm up jacket, he didn't take it off. <laughs> and apparently, he walked into the change rooms before and he's like, So, who who of you lot's going to come second? <laughs> Fuck you know, you gotta love that. Con- I've read that man's autobiography twice on the same holiday. <laughs> I, just made, I really had nothing else to do. And he should have taken a second book. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I thought I wouldn't read a book, I read it twice. Fucking hell, I knew the whole thing. Um, but here's a question for you. What percentage of NBA players are left-handed? Um, I reckon it's pretty low. Uh, like 15? Oh, it's not bad, is it? You know, 9.5%. Yeah, interesting. Oh, I thought it might be a little higher. If you can name one, I will give you one yeah, down it's point. Not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> James Harden. James Harden, of course. Okay. I genuinely didn't know. Um, I, um, yeah, I mean, I was talking, obviously I haven't seen the last two episodes uh, because some of us have to work. Uh, <laughs> but I was talking about Michael Jordan um, and his reaction to things when like the, the game he won after his dad uh, got killed, like the this championship he won after his dad got killed and stuff like that when he won on Father's Day and it's like, bloody hell, someone, it's like a film being written, yeah. but where he just cries and he just cries and cries and cries. He's just sobbing. And I think coming out of that, you're like, he's a more real human than I imagined. And then because of that, this weekend, I watched Space Jam. <laughs> oh, it was on one there. I thought about watching it when it came on. I haven't seen Space Jam for a long, long time. I really don't think i've seen the whole thing ever there are some top class jokes in that i'll tell you now really yeah um, good lineup line there bill murray comes in and makes some good jokes uh they make a joke about because it's uh, obviously warner brothers isn't it all the looney tunes and stuff um and i can't remember exactly what's happening but rugs and daffy are walking along and um um what do they say? We're like, we're not some Mickey Mouse organisation or something. And he's just oh. like, 
Shots fired. <laughs> Lovely. Here's the thing, right? Oh, just remember, so part of the wife's quiz thing, she had to ask like five or ten questions. I had to write them as well, by the way. And I thought, I've heard some of these people's answers and other questions. The level's not high. So I thought, give them an easy one. Jordan's in the press a lot. You know, he's on yeah. the socials a lot. I said, the question was, what team did Michael Jordan play for? A gay gentleman's answer was, I didn't know what sport that, that was. <laughs> How do you not know what sport, at least? Yeah, I mean, he has trans transcended his sport, for sure. If you don't know the team, fine, but you know what sport Michael Jordan plays, surely, surely. Seen the logo, he's got a ball in his hand. <laughs> yeah, fucking mental that was, I couldn't believe it. Oh dear. So, like I said, I haven't seen that, but I did see something else that I, I heard nothing about, and then it was just on. Um, did you watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I think I've seen the first couple of series. Because I feel like it's it's a Tina Fey thing, so... Uh, yeah, big fan of her work. And um, they've got a basically like a choose-your-own-adventure episode now, where it's Kimmy versus the whatever his name was, the like the person who put her in the thing. And yeah, you go along, choose like what what she's gonna wear for a wedding. It's like a wedding thing. And like, does you go with the sensible dress or the outrageous dress, and do it, like all this sort of stuff? And then if you get if you get things wrong, like it's like uh, you've killed them all. I don't think that was supposed to be the ending. Go back and try again. And it <laughs> oh, sounds like good fun. It is. Daniel Radcliffe's in it. Saying, uh, she's she's marrying Daniel Radcliffe. He's a uh, British prince. But yeah, so that's uh, that's out there now. Hmm, interesting. Might give it a look. Big fan of the Faye. Also, did you have you seen that comedy? As we're talking about comedy, have you seen Mark Norman's special on YouTube? I have not. You'll enjoy it a lot. Really? Yeah, we saw him, didn't we, live in London? Was he uh, supporting Bert Kreischer? Ah, I did enjoy him a lot. Yeah, he's really good. Just good jokes. Good, good jokes. No dicking around. Just excellent jokes. That's Quite the joke smith, I'd say. That's kind of what you want from a comedian, isn't it? Good jokes. Yeah, some of these so-called specials at the moment I'm seeing don't have those. Yeah, so I think we went through... Uh, I still haven't seen Crystal Ears. <laughs> it's fucking shit. Um, can we track back to a couple of weeks ago? No, um, when they, like, One of my recommendations to you was that Joyner Lucas song, Will... Yes, when it had Will Smith in the video. Yeah. Have you seen that Will Smith's done a version of this now? I have not. Yeah. He dropped it this week on Friday, I believe, and Joyner Lucas put on Instagram that he cried in the shower. Oh. This man loves Will Smith so much. <laughs> well, if we're going back to previous recommendations, um, uh, one of my recommendations to you was Beans on Toast, and he's dropped a new song as well. Uh, I think it's called Human Contact. There you go. Uh, and about it's basically uh, as he always does, writes about what's going on in the minute, and he's looking at basically how he's looking forward to being able to hug people again <laughs> and yeah. high five them and all this sort of stuff. How do, how do you stop a high five? That's the thing. Someone puts a hand up, you're gonna high five it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You probably are. Unless they're telling you to stop. <laughs> and then you're probably still going to high-five it. You're not going to... You won't believe this. Guess what I had for lunch today? Go on. Beans on toast? Beans on fucking toast. It's all, it's all together. It's all interlinked. It's like the world is out to help us today. Sure. Sounds about sure, right. I, don't know. I really didn't know where I was going with that. Um, no, a catchphrase is going to catch on, I'll be honest. Yeah. There, there was, speaking of comedy though, did you catch Charlie Brooker? I did. Big fan of his work. Love the Brooker. Seeing yeah. him in Wagamama with yeah, the kids yeah. and the wife. And she made an appearance as well. So uh, Yeah. She's got nothing else to do, so she popped up. But um, what did you make of it? Loved it. Always funny, isn't it? Always, funny. Always tremendous, isn't he? <laughs> the bits with Connie Huck were tremendous as well. So she was making the making the mask, shouting at the kids. <laughs> Make a ventilator when you're done. Tremendous. Uh, but yeah, and always um, how how people were. It was very real how people were when this virus started, wasn't it? It was like, oh, so centered around the city of Wuhan. Never heard of it. Oh, it's miles away, isn't it? <laughs> It would never hit here, and it never did. Never came here. <laughs> well, having said that, um, we have to send our well wishes to somebody. Our someone number... we know got it. What's that? It's someone we know got it. Yeah. So oh. our number one fan and number one enemy, um, Jade, is actually sick with it at the moment. So oh. from from the podcast, we uh, wish her all the best. I will say nothing mean then. Okay. Well, okay. She right? Is she milking it a bit? I think she's genuinely quite unwell, but um, not unwell enough to be in hospital. So that's good news. Yeah, she's fine. Absolutely fine. You uh, keeping abreast of the sporting world? Um, kind of. Did you uh, enjoy that German football? No. <laughs> well. Oh, if you want to see some blokes who clearly aren't match fit having what looks like a training game and they really don't seem that bothered it's really exciting stuff no crowd just hear blokes chatting it is fucking abysmal also it echoed around it echoed so badly it was like it was being played in a in a like a sports center hall yeah it really was. i don't think we need to bring it back yet it's weird i don't like it also, the the Borussia Dortmund game, because of the yellow that they wear and stuff, and the mask that they all the subs had to wear, the mask, um, I saw someone say they looked like they were hostages, and it really did. <laughs> what about that South Korean team which had to apologise for using sex dolls as a crowd? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was um, that was quite something. I saw uh, Paddy Power say something about it, how um, 2020 has gone from an episode of uh, today, today is the day to uh, uh, an episode of Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking mad. I wish people could see you when you take a drink of your drink. By the way, why? The the fact that you look at the bottom of the glass to make sure that it's the right way around or something. Whatever yeah. the fuck you're doing, it's mental. Well, it's printed. It, it, everyone has their little things. Yes, I do, and I put it to good use. 
And what about the other sporting world, UFC? You see that with no crowd, bang, people punching each other in the face? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, that kind of works. Yeah, I don't mind that so much. Yeah. Um, I saw, I mean, they've had three events now. It's a bit much. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not completely all over all of it, I'll be honest. Um, the what about the overweens? Oh, yeah, big man, kick him in the head. Big Elster Overeem beat Walt Harris. He's uh, uh, 40 now, isn't he? Something like that, yeah. He did really well, though, because um, he got knocked down in the first, didn't he? Yeah, he got knocked down, but he got up again. He ain't never going to keep him down. That is, that is true. Um, quote me on that. You know, um, you know Alistair Overeem brought in as a training partner, didn't you? Go on. None other than our old school friend, James McSweeney. Really? Yeah. I mean, you say, you say our school friend. He's, he was at school with you. Yeah. You must have been a couple of years older. You must have been hanging around. Yeah, no, I know. You, I know he was. But... He's a little fat fucker back then. I wouldn't say that to his face. No, no. Boot me head off. Yeah, he would. He, he so... He went to my school. He then does a lot of kickboxing. He was in UFC for a little bit. Does a, still does a lot of kickboxing. Has fights. Kick, train, does training. Lives in Texas. But I'll always remember when we played a school game and there was a girl on the other team. She tackled him and he cried. <laughs> Fell to the ground and cried. He wasn't hurt. I think it was just the shame of it. I'm pretty sure that's not a story he really was told. No. Probably not, but I'll say it. And he, uh, once, he used to get in a few scraps on his, on our team, on our Sunday league team, well, I guess it was. Um, he had a bit of a hothead, and he was, I remember he got into a fight once, and then it got broken up, as these things do, and he turned away, and his dad shouted, don't turn around, he might hit you in the back. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Not, don't get into a fight, son, what are you doing? It's like, don't turn around, he might hit you. <laughs> Always, always be ready. Sound that, advice. That's what got him to the UFC in the end. Yeah. He never um, turned his back. Although he kind of did when he had his fight, didn't he? It seemed like he was running away half the time. Um, I did see in the midweek fight, the main event of the midweek fight, um, Anthony Smith, is that his name? Oh, yeah. His teeth fell out. His teeth fell out. That yeah. did not go well for him. And there is that clip of him. Well, hand- I didn't want to beat him up anymore. Yeah, there's a clip of the, him handing the, his teeth to the ref, which is, you never really want. It's brutal stuff, isn't it? Well, um, but yeah, I mean, it's good that they're keeping going, but maybe they don't need to do quite so much. Yeah, we got it, so now give it a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, well. It is America. Everything will be open in a couple of weeks, the way they're going. Oh, yeah. Have you got anything for us? Before, because um, we haven't done the, we've still got the books, the question from last week, so we've got that to do. Yeah, we've got, we've got a lot of that. So we, should we just do my quick game? Let's do your game. This is after the boring success of Marley or Me. Okay. Now, this week, Roy, oh, that's a massive delay. What happened? I don't know. You went a little glitchy on me. So you know Roy died. Who? Roy, 
from Siegfried and Roy. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But, yeah. So, the quid, I hope there's no delay on this, is going to be Siegfried or Roy. Okay, Siegfried or Roy. There is a bit of a delay, so this is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'll pause in between the questions. There's not many questions. I couldn't find much uh, mystery men as they were. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. And your time. Starts now, I have three older brothers. Roy. Correct. My middle name is Juve. Roy. Correct. I was attacked on stage by a tiger in 2003. Roy. Yes. I am a homosexual. Trick question. Both. <laughs> completed it. You've done it. Four out of four. I'm writing that down. Four out of four. And I couldn't find anything out about the other guy. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> no idea about that guy. He was he was stood next to Roy while he got attacked. <laughs> There's not that information out there about them. Yeah, it's I mean, a... I looked at their, I looked at their Wikipedia page and then I googled interest Okay. But both games, do you think they bunch other? I I wouldn't know. There there was a big bit there that I didn't hear, so um <laughs> I just heard oh, bummy. Uh, <laughs> well just heard bummy. You just hear what you want to hear, don't you? Now, um before we get into the books, I remembered something that I was gonna talk to you about because uh, it seems to be that aliens are the big thing. Because I, th I think I sent you this picture. Uh, so we had you asking me if I'd seen the alien footage. And then we had you thinking you'd been abducted. Then we had Scarlet Moffat thinking she'd been abducted. And now we've got 80s pop star Kim Wilde believes eco-friendly aliens are visiting Earth to try to make us save the planet. There you go. Oh, I think you're off target on this one. Um, she's released her comeback album. Oh, about the, al the album is called Here Come the Aliens. <laughs> oh, God, she's gone, and she? She's lost it. Which was inspired by seeing a UFO over her back garden. She now believes oh. they are visiting us more often due to their concerns about climate change. Why would they be concerned? Why would they give a shit? So the best bit is the quote, which says, they're running out of patience, so they're turning up a bit more often. They might have to turn up the heat and actually scare us before we do something. So, Thanks, Kim. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, I reckon I, I could get a single out of that. I couldn't get a whole album out of that. You do not have the talent of Kim Wilde. <laughs> when you say comeback album, is it comeback after 40 odd years or something? When the fuck? I think, I think like 1986, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> when she was rocking around the Christmas tree. Was that her? I believe it was, um, and the her other one was Kids in America. Okay, so should we do last week's question? I would love to hear these. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I stopped talking. I would love to hear these books that people have sent us to tell us their favourite books. This is brand new information, and I want to take it in. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> All right, so what I've done is I've got a little description for each one that I've written based on 
whatever information I found. Okay. You can, tell me, you can tell me if you've heard them or if you have any interest in reading them. Okay. All right, so we have Joe, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Heard of it? Yeah, I know this one. This is Oprah's book. Well, it's not Oprah's book, but... Oh, Oprah's book is Oprah. I my <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is a self-help book based on the laws of attraction. Uh, thoughts can change a person's life. It's all about manifestation. Are you going to read it? Uh, no, but I, I like... Yeah, that's, that's all you need to do. Conceive, believe, achieve. And it shall be done. There you go. You can become middleweight champion with that sort of attitude absolutely uh anna jitterbug uh, jitterbug perfume by tom robbins jitterbug there you go um apparently it's a cult classic that interweaves two stories one in ancient eurasia and one in the present day about dueling perfumers perfumers that does not sound like a subject that a book should be written on okay there you go uh, I'm enjoying your reviews. Lily said Northern Lights by Philip Pullman. Have you no. heard of Philip Pullman? No, I've never oh. heard of Philip. Uh, set in a parallel universe, Lyra journeys to the Arctic to search for her friend and her imprisoned uncle. Oh, well. And what's she going to do when she gets there? Bust him out? Possibly. I'd have oh, thought so. I'll watch the movie. <laughs> Okay, uh, Amy couldn't decide. She had two. Um, the Magic Cottage by James Herbert and The Ninth Fortress by J.P. Jackson. Uh, it says she loves them both. I love the world that James Herbert created in The Magic Cottage, the creepiness of the cult, the magic, the home itself, and can dive into the messed up land that is The Ninth Fortress time and time again and love it every time I read it. Wow, I really enjoyed her writing there. Beautiful reviews and you know, little summaries. Well done, her. Hmm. She might get some down points for that, but I'm not sure yet. Okay. Um, Lenny said, Noughts and Crosses by Mallory... I'm going to say Blackman. My handwriting is abysmal. I know of the game, but I do not know of the book. Did you know of the TV show they made recently? Yes, I think I saw it on the television, but I didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch it either, but I was told it was pretty poor. Um it's uh, the story of their t of two races. The black uh, are the superior race, while the white is the poorer end of society. Two perspectives, Callum and Seppi, of their entwined but different worlds. Sounds pretty deep enough. And a book I can get behind, because I've always said the blacks are the superior race. Always said that. There you go. Um, Lisa said uh, Normal People by Sally Rooney. Normal People is the sex programme. There's sex people, and they have sex on TV. All right, that, so that's the one. I I've seen the show. I think we talked about that last week, or I talked about it last week. Um, there is a lot of sex in it, and um, so the description for that one is: it's a complex friendship and relationship between Connell and Marianne. That's what I've written. Uh, Rebecca never read a book for fun. She's not a bookworm. She is not. Um, so she told me that when she was young, her parents had to bribe her to read the books that were set for her by giving her a piece of chocolate for every page she read. Wow, they must have got through some chocolate. 
Well, maybe, maybe, maybe they had shares in Galaxy or something. I don't know. Um, Anna said Harry Potter 5. I had to look that up. That annoyed me. Which one's 5? Let me guess. Order of the Phoenix. It is Order of the Phoenix. Well, I I say it is, but um, that's my looking up and thinking it's Order of the Phoenix. I'm sure Harry Potter fans will probably tell me I'm wrong. Um, do you know what happens in that? I ain't got a bloody clue. Howie loses his virginity and the ginger kid fingers Hermione. Wow. I mean, all possibilities. Uh, what I've written down is Harry has issues with exams, the Ministry of Magic and Voldemort returns. Don't say his name. If that's the person's name, you don't say. Uh, I don't know. We, we just don't know Harry Potter, do we? We don't know that world. We really don't. Um, speaking of worlds, Amber said Mythos by Stephen Fry. Oh, the Fry. Which is uh, Stephen Fry retelling Greek myths from Hesiod, Ovid, and I can't read that. Apuleius or something? I don't know what I've written down. I wrote this quite late last night, to be fair. Uh, In the dark. What's your feelings on Stephen Fry? I like Stephen Fry. I wouldn't read his book, but he seems like a nice fella. Yeah. Uh, Kowser said the autobiography of Malcolm X. Um, She has banged on at me about this book several times. So She has a dream. She has a dream, and that's for everyone to read the autobiography of Malcolm X, it would seem. (laughs) Um, JP said War Doctor by David Knott, which is a true story of a frontline trauma surgeon operating in the world's most dangerous war zones. Ooh, sounds gripping. Would you read it? No, absolutely not. Okay. Amy said, A Suitable Boy by Vikram Seth. Sounds like uh, an Indian thing about an arranged marriage. Well, funny you should say that. Uh, One of the longest novels in English. Too long, too long. um, It's set in post-independence India and is about a woman trying to find a suitable boy for her daughter who has to make some choices. I don't know. She has to make some choices. I don't know. I don't know. This. Look, I'm not going to read all the stuff that's written about every one of these. Um, Ella said, The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Do you know it? I know the film and it was pretty shit. I don't think it was shit. I didn't enjoy it, but I did like Tobey Maguire in it because it'll always be my Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, so... The Great Gatsby is the story of a mysterious millionaire and his obsession with a beautiful former debutante. Um, Tina said, Georgia by Leslie Pierce. Uh, set in Soho, it's a story of determination to succeed against all odds. Uh, I think it involves some singing and some foster family or something. I don't... Anyway, she reckons it's really good. She likes a lot of her stuff. And she... Um, it's her last week working with me uh, this week, so a, a bit of a shout out to Tina. Are you going to read the book in her honour? I don't think so. Um, Jackie from Vegan Hop said, uh, Tom's Midnight Garden. Do you know the story? I have no idea what that is. Okay, Tom's Midnight Garden by Philippa Pierce is um, about a boy, very appropriately, living under quarantine. Wow. Slips back in time uh, to the old garden where he finds a girl playmate. What's that um, 
kids show something garden in the night garden is it that that's a very different thing uh, okay then we'll move on uh good old john belson uh homeward bound i think by richard smith is what i've i've written down <laughs> um and i don't know it sounds like it might be interesting they said something about this uh this old man used to be a musician and there's a story about why he didn't make it to the big sign but it's a what i've actually written down is story of an unhappy 79 year old takes in his granddaughter and two secrets are revealed I'm not, I'm not sure if that's even true. Aren't all 79-year-olds unhappy, though? No. Okay, then. Um, uh, your wife said the alchemist, Paolo Coelho. Uh, no. no. It's very famous. I, don't, I haven't read it. but um, A young Andalusian shepherd journeys to Egypt after having a recurring dream. That's like me going to see the aliens because I have a recurring dream about being abducted. Well, there you go. Um, Shelley um, from our Instagram page, who uh, I think was goes by the name of Women Bleed or something, <laughs> um, said biographies of James Dean, Natalie Wood and Princess Diana. Apparently she's a sucker for a biography. Aren't we all? I enjoy a biography. And now, as a special treat, we have uh, we have somebody giving their own review of a book for us. Are you ready? This is the first. Yeah, this is. This is um, this will be the first guest that we can actually hear, since we couldn't hear your wife for large parts of her guest appearance. You ready? Yep. Okay, so this can only be answered with a voice message because it is the best book I've ever read and still to this day I'd read it again. It's called The Book of Lost Things by John Connolly, I think. And um, I remember reading it, I think I've read it like four times now, but I used to read it like every summer when I was in, was I in primary school or secondary school? I don't know. But um, like... It's just like a fantasy book about this kid who his mother dies of cancer and then he ends up having this fall, hits his head and he starts hearing books talk to him. Like he can hear all the books speak to him. And somehow he manages to go through this forest and end up in this alternate universe where he meets like wizards and stuff it's just the best book I've ever read. I'm actually going to get Mam to post it over to me because I want to read it again. What do you make of that? Lovely. Enjoyed her tone. She seems like she's got a lovely voice there. Yeah. Some advice. Don't don't get your mum to post it. Order that on Amazon uh, next day. Quick. I've lost you. Yeah, we were fine till you moved. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, there's some advice for her. Um, I enjoyed the way she said the word things, even though it was incorrect. She said tings. <laughs> um, Irish girl. Um, sounds like a lovely book. Magical, if anything. You're not going to read it, are you? Oh, no, no, no. I've got the idea, though. OK. Um, should we do your one? What did you have? Don't have a favourite book. How about you? How do you... Um, either the Quran or the Bible. I haven't chosen my side yet, so one or the but I'm ready in the them. So probably Willie the Wimp was the last book I finished, or, <laughs> or Willie or Willie the Champ. 
the follow-up to Willie the Wimp. Or Flat Stanley, another good one. It's clearly not the last book you finished because you told me earlier that you read Larry Bird's autobiography twice whilst on holiday. (laughs) That was a long time ago. Um, I don't really read things. I read autobiography. I read books by... I read one back by Osho about how to die and stuff like that. You know, would I call it my favourite book? No. I enjoy Perry Groves' autobiography, if you want to chuck that in there. <laughs> okay, fine. And I did finish 1984. Did you, though? Well, I read the last page and I got the whole thing. No, you didn't. <laughs> got it. I got it. Finished it. I get the idea. You may have tonight. read the last page, but you didn't get the whole thing. Yeah, I can't but... believe that you can't even read a book for me. It yeah. was not, it didn't grasp me. It wasn't getting me in. So, anyway, what's your favourite book? 1984. 1984. <laughs> um, I think it probably is. Um, but I've got some other ones that I enjoyed. Um, there's a, a biography of Tim and Jeff Buckley called Dream Brother, which I enjoy, which goes back and forward of their stories between each um, each chapter. Um, and Chuck Palahniuk, I read a lot of his stuff a few years back. Uh, he's the man who wrote Fight Club. Um, and there's two, Choke and Survivor, which are really good. And I went through a spell where I read classics as well, because um, I was getting them for like a pound. Uh, so I just bought a load of them. I actually own War and Peace, so I haven't, read, I haven't even touched that. It's ridiculous. Oh. I think um, I'd, I think I'd bash through that, yeah. Well, apparently you just read the last page and that would be enough. You'd get the idea. Um, so in the classic sort of thing, um, uh, Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment is pretty good. Um, oh, my. oh, David Brent. Fuck it up. And um, uh, Victor Hugo, Les Miserables. Not the musical. <laughs> the book the musical is based on is actually really good. Is Hugh Jackman in that? Yeah. I think it's Jean Valjean. Is he? Who is that? Maybe that's... Uh, who's the other fella? What's the, who's the new, uh, Aussie New Zealander? That's the He's in it as well. Yeah. And John Paul Gaultier. <laughs> All right. Um, but that was books. This week's question. Have you got one? Yep. All right. Um, someone said to me about um, what celebrity or famous person would you most like to go on a date with? What do you reckon to that? We can do it, but let's not just make it which celebrity do you want to bang. Yeah. Let's, it doesn't have to be sexual. It shouldn't, it's not sexual, but you can make it sexual if you want. I don't care. Just give us some answers. <laughs> you, like it can be Sean Connery, Bottle of Scotch, going around a wildlife park. You know. Oh, you want to know where the date is as well? Yeah, maybe. Something fun to do. Ah, interesting. But okay. Don't have to um, go into too much detail. Don't take too much time. Yeah, I mean, don't make it too long, because I've got to read it out. Um, but, yeah, so that, that'll be uh, next week's question. Which celebrity you most like to go on a date with, and why? And if you'd like to tell us what you'd want to do with them as well, great. Um Shall we think, uh, think about wrapping this up? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Before we get straight to it, um, Wait. 
Have we done recommendations? No, that's why we oh. that's what we're gonna do now. Um before we get to the recommendations, because you gave me two hip hop songs, I wanna tell you something that I heard this week, which was Lenny James, who is Morgan in The Walking Dead and is in that sky show save me is it called save me something like that i think so um he said he was on ramesh ranganathan's hip-hop save my life podcast and his problem with hip-hop is the use of the n-word which is something we have in common yeah but the only difference is he can use it and you you must stop using it (laughs) um uh yeah he he doesn't think it has any place um in society in general and hip-hop and feels that uh by claiming to have reclaimed it um they're just giving people who would use it otherwise an excuse strong thoughts there but i'll bow down to him but he does really love his hip-hop so he must get the he must download the censored versions i think he just tries to ignore it as much as possible it turns the volume down really quickly when he thinks yeah. it's going to be an end bomb. <laughs> Everything's just like, some of the ones you've given me to listen to, he would struggle to hear any. Um, should we go through last week's ones then? Go on. Yep. Um, Pixies, uh, what was it again? I keep forgetting the name. Um, Here Comes Your Man. Here Comes Your Man. Ding, 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 ding. From the hit movie, 500 Days of Summer, I believe. Um, Lovely track, very much enjoy it. It's a good song, saved on my Spotify, so I must like it. Next one was by Cat Nap. Cat, something about Taco. a cat. Cat, Taco Cat, wasn't it? That's it, Cat Burglar. Um, <laughs> it was a nice enough song, and I didn't hate it. I thought the lady's done a good job of singing. Whoever wrote the lyrics probably needs a bit of work. I'm happy to work with them to help them on their way in the future and maybe they'll have more success but overall a pleasant song good that is a a win for me compared to how you feel mostly about songs i suggest to you very much so that is a win not shared up as a win okay um you gave me two you gave me got uh, gotta be dope uh by ra the rugged man and things i've written about that very fast rapping. Oh, absolutely. Super fast. And I've written also Like the Scratching, which uh, I I found out was uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, your favourite DJ of all the DJs. I mean, quite possibly. Yeah. No way of proving that otherwise. Can't think of any others. Dr. Fox. No, he's... He's your uh, favourite favor doctor. <laughs> he's not even he's not even my favorite doctor um yeah no i quite enjoyed that uh I, obviously there's points where he's way too quick i couldn't catch everything that he was talking about but i did i did enjoy it um the other one is the racist by boogie down productions and i've written down like it knew it because i'd uh, i'd heard it before because it was on the krs1 best of that i i listened to uh I like how he, talk, he describes the five types of racists there are. Who knew there was only five types, eh? Yeah, there you go. Here's, here's a question. Where did um, what culture put him KRS-One in the top ten rappers of all time? 
Uh, I think it was seven, was it? Number seven. Solid. Solid. Hmm. I, I, I mean, obviously, you're never going to agree entirely with these lists, but I thought it was, was acceptable. It was pretty good. Pretty good to them. Good. Um, so, what have, you got for me, what have you got for me this week? Mine is an exciting twofold TV show slash song amalgamated same person he's done a tv show and he's done a song he can do it all have you heard of the tv sitcom that started i think that's last week on bbc2 called dave i've seen a little bit of it you didn't watch the full thing or um i saw it was on and i think i was doing something else uh, well sit down and watch that you'll enjoy it it's uh it's funny bit silly he's got a touch of the larry davids about him which i think he must be a big fan of his work so yeah I, you'll enjoy that they're doing a lot of adverts for it at the moment yeah, um, okay. and i enjoy the little like song bit that accompanies the advert oh that's good and then his song so his rap name lil dicky which see that that confused me because um, I'm aware of the rapper Dave, and then there's a thing about a rapper called Dave. I thought it was him. Mm, very different people. Mm. American Jewish white fella or black English <laughs> London fella. Very different people. Yeah, it so, does. I, I mean, it caused me some confusion. Lil Dicky song with Snoop Dogg of Just Eat Fame. <laughs> The song is called Professional Rapper. Ah, is it about him being a professional rapper? You're going to like it. You'll like the little story. You'll like the lyrics. And you'll think that was fun. Okay. Well, I will I will <laughs> look at that. Um, look. Listen. You've got to listen. I've got to look at it because you've given me like to watch this. this ah. um, now, I thought I was being clever. Um, with my first choice, but then you just told me what you thought of the book, which has uh, knackered this a little bit, but never mind. Um, so, possibly Saturday, maybe Sunday, I don't know. I sent you a video by uh, Mega Ran. Oh, yeah. A uh, rapper on the YouTube. Rapper on YouTube with uh, Austin Creed, better known as Xavier Woods. Um, it was called the, the Sunset Flip, which I thought was... Uh, I thought something you'd enjoy. Um, and then I looked into him a bit more. And do you know him at all? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, but he has done a lot of work. He has put out a lot of albums. Uh, the stuff about uh, consoles. Um, there's two albums that seem to be based around wrestling. Uh, there's one, Strangers, that looks like the Stranger Things logo but the one that caught my eye was the dewey decibel system from 2019 and i thought appropriate we're doing books this week and i had a look and it's uh, it's got a few different the the titles of the tracks so things like ode to a grecian urn legend of sleepy hollow julius caesar jabberwocky you know books um and then i saw on there that 1984 was on there and i thought yeah. perfect Oh no! But no. I'll listen to the last line and get the if idea. If you listen to the lyrics, you might learn a little bit more about the the actual story of the book that you have 
just given up on. This could um, be a thing. People just if make books into rap songs and then I'll listen, I'll learn. Maybe. Have you maybe. listened to these songs? What? Have you listened to these songs? I've I've half listened to this one. Oh, okay. That's how I know it has the story in it. Um so this is MC Lars, uh Mega Ran, and previous recommendation, B Dolan's on it as well. Oh, B. Dolan, we both quite enjoyed one of his songs. Can't remember what that song was, though. Which side are you? Was that it? it was. Which side are you on, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I've got another one for you, which is another um, one that you'll probably hate. Sweet. <laughs> um, which was uh, Diet, Diet Sig. I mean, the name. Yes, I know the name is terrible. And their song is Who Are You? Who are you? It is not a cover of The Who. Fine. I'll bloody listen to it and I'll bloody love it. Bloody love it, I will. I would be shocked, but, you know, we can but dream. Um, anyway, have you got anything else to tell the lovely listeners before we get out of their way? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Um, in which case, thank you everyone for listening. This, I'm aware we've had some connection issues and is a little bit all over the place um and we can only apologize for that but bloody lockdown's getting in our way speaking of which exciting news i've bought a third microphone so we will be good to go for guests and interviews once lockdown's over if you you want to give debbie mckee a call if i had a number i wouldn't stop calling maybe it's best you don't have a number um i did i've did promise Jade that she could be on, and seeing as her voice sounds pretty good, I think uh, she's she's quite usable. Um, in which case, thank you, everyone. Get in touch with us if you want to answer the question, if you want to tell us which celebrity you want to go on a date with and why and what you'll do. Um, and get in touch with us about anything at all. Remember, the question... Um, the Ask Us Anything questions are still wide open if you want to get those in. Um, and we will answer them. Um, I think we said one, once every month that we'll do a little segment. So that's that's coming, people. If you ask your questions, you're going to get your answers. Anyway, if people want to get in touch with us, how will they do that? They can please email us on the World Wide Web. Just simply email us at betherewithbelson at gmail.com. Very easy. Emails are as simple as anything these days, possibly easier than writing a postcard. They can follow us on Instagram and get in touch that way. Send a DM or slide right into those DMs or just comment on a picture. The Instagram is be there with Belson. Get in touch on Twitter. Tweet, tweet. Uh, there with Belson. Twitter away. Twitter me this. Twitter me that. Email. We've done uh, Facebook. Be there with Belson. Probably the same. Uh, yeah. my, MySpace, get in touch with MySpace. And say and, uh, what? What are you going to say to MySpace? Change your background and change what music comes on when they click on the page. Don't know. Change, change your six friends, top six friends. Yeah. Tom, you're out, mate. Sorry. Ah. Um, also, I think we're both very findable on both. Uh, well, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook individually as well. Um, if you. Uh, yeah for some reason if you'd want to do that um <laughs> for some reason i don't know i i was just thinking if 
for some reason you want to do that rather than get in touch with the through the actual podcast channels. I don't really understand why you do that, but it's an option. Anyway, um, thank you all very much for putting up with us again. And thank you for continuing to listen. It's really cool of you all. And I'm going to say goodbye and hand over to you. So away you go. Oh, here we go. Hello there. This is this is Jade from hospital. I'm not in hospital, Jade here, but I'm I'm a bit poorly, but I'm Irish. Irish, you see. And I just like to see see oh Mrs. Doubtfire. Was she Irish, Mrs. Doubtfire? No. Wait, I've lost it. Uh, I'll get it back. Mishasaki Goldie, Mr. Fowler. And I'd just like to see leprechauns. And we'll be there with Bells and join us next week because you'll be there with Bells. And...